0: Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire-Johnson. All right, we're up and running.
1: Hello, hello, hello. We are up.
0: (laughs) So we are back for our third podcast. Yes. And uh, I'm excited.
1: I know. These have been really fun. And I, it, it's, it's kind of cathartic to a certain degree. Yeah, so, yeah. That's
0: actually, I, I, would, I would have to agree with that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I've taken a different tack today. What I'm doing is, is I'm surprising you. Oh,
1: I love it. With
0: the, uh, with the topic.
1: Oh, did you hear my doorbell ring? Okay. No. Yes, I heard your doorbell. <laughs> it shouldn't be anybody. I'm just going to let it. It's probably a mail package, but keep going. We, I don't have to get it. <laughs> I wasn't expecting and anybody. And that's, so.
0: <laughs> and that's the, uh, the reality of uh, doing work out of your home. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. Phones, yep. uh, doorbells. But yeah, but I'll take it. I'll take it.
0: There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Could be a check. Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> could be a check. I doubt it. Nope. But that's all right.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> all right. So today's topic that we're going to talk about is how to release a recording.
1: Mm, how to release. So, how or the best way. though? <laughs> uh,
0: well, uh, yeah, that, that would be, um, well, well, we'll get into that. We'll, I guess, decipher down. Mm-hmm. what the best way is mm-hmm. to release a recording. Okay. And also we have to probably make a distinction between a single or an album. Mm.
1: I agree. I agree. Cause it is, it is a different, different process. Different totally mindset. different. Well, not totally, but not totally, but other... it's, but it is different. It is different.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. So the first question I would probably bring up is what's the best time to release during the year Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then, and then how much lead time should you allow for?
1: Right. Well, you know what? I, I will say this. Um, it, it kind of depends a little bit on what your kind of ultimate goal is. You know, if you are just, um, I, I tell my clients, you know, who get coaching, what are we looking at with this release? What are we trying to, you know, accomplish if we're just, doing this so that we feel good about ourselves, you know, and and we just want to, you know, make this accomplishment and just get it going, then I don't know if you have to see what the best time or whatever. But um, if this is something that you're actually really trying to get some traction and get some visibility, I would say, um, you know, spring releases and early summer probably Mm -hmm. are your you know, um, your hot times, popular times. Um,
0: unless it's that new Christmas album. <laughs> unless it's that
1: new Christmas album. Right. And I actually was going to say something about Christmas, but if it's, if it is not Christmas and we're just, you know, again, just trying to do um, a single or a project, whatever that is of our own. I, I, I tend to think that, um, and, you know but that is by no means I, I wouldn't say that i'm an expert in in that but i i do think that those time periods um are 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 just feelings of people kind of getting you know getting um what's the word your audience is is definitely i think a little bit more open in those time periods of the year um mm-hmm. It's a it's a feel good time usually for people because, you know, spring, the weather is shifting in summer and people are having parties and they're going to concerts yep. and they're, you know, they're getting out a little bit more. So music is, you know, traditionally that kind of way of 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 ramping that stuff up. So, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think also it depends on your marketing, what you're aiming for. Um, you know, if, if you're, you're shooting for a certain topic, uh, black history month release, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, women's history month mm-hmm. release, mm-hmm. uh, shoot. If you have, uh, an, an Irish, uh, <laughs> record, you want to make sure you get it out for St. Patrick's day, right. uh, right. or, you know, uh, Cinco de Mayo. If you got some good drinking tunes, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's, it's whatever your marketing angle is. You want to definitely uh, time it with that time you release with those those uh, those dates, right?
1: And you, I mean, and I really, you know, again, because I, I think that when people are about to release music, it's already very overwhelming, <laughs> and to mm-hmm. put yet another, oh my God, I have to do this only in March or April, you know? No, I, I wouldn't say, you know, I'm just saying those are more popular, um, but definitely, I know I've I've released. I've released in late summer. I've released in early spring. I've released in, you know, mid summer. I, I mean, I've done, you know, so I, but, but yeah, I would say if you really want the advice of what's the best time, you know, I, yeah, those, those times are,
0: um, the best to yeah, think about. Yeah.
1: You just got to be thinking about, um, not just about your schedule, but which is primary. I mean, you got to be thinking also realistically, you know, what is going on in your life in these time periods and you know um, but you know, again, we, while we make art to, you know, fulfill our, our, our desires and passions and all of that. express ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) There's still a customer, you know, there's still somebody waiting to receive it. So you got to think about them. Yeah.
0: So taking that into consideration, we're in a month of May right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, if someone was releasing an album, in may uh-huh. um, when should they have started? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so
1: this is where i I really say album and single are very different, okay um, album. Like, and, and and I also say it's very different depending again on you know what's your goal, but you know typically yes you want people particularly an album because an album means you like yep. slaved over this thing <laughs> you've yep. got you know you've got <laughs> at least probably eight songs you know going here so um, yep. I I think that um, with that being said. Uh, y- I don't know. This is people don't want to hear this. I'm sure, but um, I don't know if I could say. You know, some people say, oh, three to six months or two to three months." I I don't believe that in that anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually, this is this is what I think. I think if you have put the effort of putting an album together, um, therefore you should hopefully want people to hear it because that's a lot of work to to just be doing it for yourself. Um, then. You have to build up a lot of momentum, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to get people. I think
0: that's a very strong, powerful word that you just brought in. Yeah. Yeah. Momentum is is everything Mm -hmm. uh in terms of of business and and you know if you're trying to make a living and trying to make money off of what you're doing Mm -hmm. which is the name of this podcast making (laughs) money in the music business yep
1: so no more of us (laughs) talking about oh i just did this for no that's you're right this is making money in the music business so yeah we're going to talk about then if you're trying to make money off this project that's that's that is what we're going to use then as our philosophy as we're talking about
0: this (laughs) <laughs> we need to think about uh building that momentum. Yeah. Um, in order for that to happen. And that's uh know, and, and basically to build enough momentum, I mean three week three three months is minimum. Oh is, is nothing. Com- completely minimum. It's nothing. Uh six months gives you a, a, a good amount of ramp up time. Yeah. Um but really I'm 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 leaning on the side of eight months.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm leaning on the side of that too. And I'm leaning even maybe nine to 12. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really you do. And, and and again, this is, this is, we're trying to focus on how do we make money on this? And so, you know, I have been talking to a lot of artists who kind of go in shock when I say that. Um, And I'm like, but remember, what are we doing? Are we doing this, you know, so... Yeah, because again, um, you got to think about how we listen to music anyway. I try to really have people think about your own habits of buying and listening to music and particularly to those artists that are newer um, or artists that you don't necessarily, you know, that are not big and plastered and iconic and legend, um, but, you know, kind of more underground or whatever it, it you know, it takes us, it, it may be years before you start, oh, you know, I slept on that artist for three years mm-hmm. and then I bought their album <laughs> and right, it's, right. it's a very common thing to happen with, um, you know, you're more independent underground or, and I, I, when I say underground, I'm just meaning not, you know, not being a mainstream commercialized, um, promotion type of thing. Um, So if you look at your own habits, you realize you don't really catch on to newer stuff until you've really heard a lot, you know, and and there's been a buzz or, you know, more and more people talking about it or you're hearing it more often um, or you're seeing it on Facebook or social media, you're seeing the cover art a little bit more or whatever, then we start tuning in. And so... You need to be thinking. Yeah, about I'm,
0: I've been working with an artist uh, trying to fit. We're doing an EP, which is basically an album. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started back in October. Yeah. Um, and we just released a single last month. Mm-hmm. And the EP is not coming out till June. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, really, that's eight, nine months. Um, when you, before said, you, released you the album. you
1: said you started in October, you mean you you started recording like, or you started well everything okay. uh,
0: I, what what I did was, and I was sort of guiding him through the process mm-hmm. uh, we 're talking about um marketing the project when you start right right so we we have we have a recording we 're actually doing dual purpose we 're recording and marketing at the same time mm-hmm. so it's what it 's doing is building up a traction you know just a level of traction and momentum. Um, of people getting interested absolutely. in the project absolutely while- while it 's happening yep uh you know during the process, and so they feel like they 're a part of the process yep
1: that 's critical right now i mean i think i I know I did that as well um I think a lot of artists you know you know engage your people so that they know something's on the horizon. I do think that you have to sometimes be a little careful how much you engage or the kind of the art of engagement. While you do that too, you um right, right. to me you don't want to give away too many of your goodies. Um you want to keep it interesting enough that um people want to 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 hear it, but you don't want to to me, you know, be giving it away where it's like, well, I already heard, you know, half that album while they were, (laughs) you know, while they were putting it together. Um, So yeah. And it's interesting you, you bring up EP, which I do think actually has yet another kind of release um, space because it isn't as large as a CD and, and usually EPs are ways for people to, um, I don't know, either introduce themselves or even introduce a concept or kind of just touch on a space of music that they want to, you know, kind of get out there. Um, mm-hmm. And so I do think that that release, you know, you said you guys released a single about a month ago, and now you're about to, you're not going to do it until June. And that that's, EPs can kind of run a little bit, I think, closer. Um, but yeah, I think when it starts getting a full fledged, long, epic album, you know, you, you gotta be really strategic. Yeah.
0: We're, 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 treating it sort of like an album. Okay. Um, you know, for, for those of y'all out there that don't know what EP stands for, <laughs> it's extend, it's extended play. And it's actually, uh, sort of a, a title given for a, a longer single. Right. So it's sort of, you're, you're making a single be extended. That, that was sort of the concept but nowadays it's pretty much turned into an album. Yeah. Um and people are just releasing uh an EP which is a shorter album right. basically. That's, that's how people think about it nowadays. Right. And so, and
1: and just to kind of keep in mind if you know in the in the whole world of recording academy and Grammy stuff, you know, it if it if it's more than I want to say um 5 or 6 songs it's no longer considered an EP. So they do consider, right. I think it's five, I want to say at least. I think I, I want to say that's it's what five, is, yeah. three to five or something like two to five. But um, it may be up to six. I could be wrong. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, so that release thing. So uh, that's one component that, you know, the timing. And, and so if you're looking at, ooh, I wanted to do a spring release, a May release, then you're going to need to start that buzz um, easily. Easily in the fall, I I do think that you know what you just what you did releasing the single first, obviously mm-hmm. is huge. I I do not think you should just drop a full album without anybody have heard anything yet. Exactly, <laughs> um, and it's 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 really your way of having a compass also, um, or a barometer, or you know some kind of measurement of how are people what is the, how are people reacting and, and what is, what's translating and what's not, you know, it kind of gives you an idea. Um, you'll probably be very surprised (laughs) what connects and what is not connecting, uh, with your audience.
0: Yep. And the, uh, and actually, um, well, the other thing that I had, the other question that I had, and we're going to try to get to some details now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you release a project and you've done the recording, you've got your timeline straight, you know, when it's, when it's coming out, what distribution service do you use?
1: Okay. So,
0: so is it CD baby? Mm-hmm. Is it uh distro kid mm-hmm. louder <laughs> reverb nation? <laughs> um, mm. I think there's a there's a whole rack there's of them. There's a
1: lot out there. of them. Yeah.
0: So uh, what do you use? What do Kenya? I use?
1: Well, <laughs> I will say when I very 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 first started out, I used Reverb Nation. <clears throat> um that was back in 2009. Um I used Reverb Nation because one One of my producers told me I should. (laughs) So I really didn't research. I didn't really kind of see, ooh, what are my options? I just said, oh, okay, you want me to do that? I'll go do that. So I kind of fell into that. But it actually was a good falling because reverb. the the plus about Reverb Nation is, um, and just so people understand, distribution meaning how are you going to get your music so that the public can access it outside of maybe your website, you know? So you could have your music available on your website but if you're wanting your stuff on iTunes or you want your stuff on Amazon you don't go and call or Google or you know email iTunes they don't accept <laughs> they don't mm-hmm. accept the uh submissions that way so you have to go to what's called like a third party type of um distribu- distributor and so you've got these a multitude now you've you've got a lot of different options um there's some more popular and staples in it. Reverb Nation is a big one. Obviously, CD Baby is a huge one. Um, and CD Baby has really extended a lot of what they do compared to when I was first um, right, releasing right. music. But um, the nice thing about Reverb Nation is it allows you to also create um, this kind of profile, like almost like a mini web site, you know. So if you haven't had all your... If you haven't been able to get your website up going yet and you kind of you get to create this whole kind of profile page in addition. And they rank you according to how your music is getting um, plays and um, purchases and stuff. And they'll rank you within whatever city you live in. And so it's kind of cool to get an idea. Um, There's a little bit of a community of artists, um, independent artists there. So I use that. But that was the first time. (laughs) (laughs) um and I think so who are you using now yeah so now TuneCore um is who does my primary um distribution and so you know my 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 last uh full album that I released on my own um I did it through there and then when I've had some um, I had some different remixes, singles, and stuff forth. I, I've done them do, through TuneCore, um, and and I, I've I've actually been pleased with TuneCore um, mainly because <clears throat> the one thing about Reverb Nation, you're not you get monthly reports. TuneCore gives you weekly, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm able to kind of have a better gauge of what's going on in terms of sales, um, as well as streaming, um, you know, and. Um I can get my money like weekly. (laughs) (laughs) At Reverb Nation, you can't. That's that's a monthly kind of payout system. Yeah. yeah. Um I don't know how CD Baby but believe it or not. I you know, I technically I am on CD Baby. They don't handle my distribution. So that was the other thing I was gonna say. You can um you can with CD Baby because they have extended so much of their stuff. You can still make it so that people can get your music directly on CD Baby, but um, but they may not necessarily handle getting it out to iTunes and so forth. So, like, you can go to CD right. Baby and get my stuff, you just can't. They're just not handling my um distribution your iTunes and Spotify right. stuff, exactly.
0: yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I've used CD Baby since the beginning. Mm, you're um, a
1: CD baby. Get it? You're a CD baby so I, baby. I'm an
0: official <laughs> CD baby. <laughs> uh yeah, I was I was there from way back. Um and I'm also on the orchard, which is mm-hmm. something that uh, a lot of people uh were trying to get in and I think they did a cutoff or something and you have to be at a certain level now to get on the orchard, but I was in be in the beginning of orchard too. So, mm, nice. uh, I was, yeah, I got grandfathered in. So, okay. um, so CD baby though, they have really, um, yeah, they're pretty much the standard yeah. I would say yeah. in, in terms of distribution, uh, independent artist distribution. Um, so much so that I think major at label acts, mm-hmm. even when they leave their label, they'll go to CD baby. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh in it's it's a very um comprehensive service, I would say. Uh but for that comprehensiveness you do pay. <laughs> <laughs> right, so. right.
1: And all of them you do pay. Yeah, let's make that clear. Yeah. It's not like there's this free freebie. You know, these are companies yeah. <laughs> who um they're not just doing this because they love independent artists for free. Artists, you know, for free yeah. Right. You know, yeah. So Yeah, I've thought about um I definitely have thought about, um, you know, with my, and this is the nice thing about being an independent artist, you're not like tied to, you know, you can kind of go wherever you want for each project, honestly. Totally. Yeah, um, that's that's a very good point. Yeah. yeah. And, and and recognize that, you know, and I think also as independent artists, you know, you really have to remember your independence when it comes to releasing music. There you go. Hey, hey. Um, And that, you know, sometimes we can get kind of caught up on what we see and, you know, what we hear. And so we put these weird kind of constraints on, constraints on ourselves um, when, no, you're, you're independent. So you don't have to, if you said, if your goal was, you know, May 1st is when I'm going to try to release this album and some stuff happens or you realize you're not getting the buzz you really need. These are why projects get delayed when people, you know, people sit mm-hmm. up and they say, oh, that artist just isn't they're just up to nothing. They just can't release. Well, no, no, it's no, it's, no, it's, no. They're trying <laughs> to get it right. <laughs> they're trying to get it right. And it's really usually a marketing and a money right. That's that's really what the right mm-hmm. most often is. And, if you know, what happens with labels, if they don't feel like the the single that they use to be as the commercial, basically, for this album. Um, is doing as well as they needed it to do, or it's not, you know, they're not getting the radio airplay or they're not whatever, and let's say then they release a second single, which I was going to talk about, but we'll get to that, (laughs) um, and it's still not doing what it needs to do. You know, they will hold a project because financially for them, they know, you know, we've got to have at least a certain level of attention on this single or units or whatever going before we feel comfortable with, you know, financially kind of... Spilling the beans on this. And so. um, And for a label,
0: that is a big expense to uh, market and promote an album. Absolutely. So that's definitely why you you hit the nail on the head. A single is definitely a commercial for the the album. Mm -hmm.
1: And it should be for you too. And that's, you know, think of it like that. But the beauty of you as an independent artist, you're not this label that, you know, basically. Is putting they literally on their fiscal accounting numbers, whatever expected to get <laughs> this income in May, so we got a roll, right, you know I mean that's right. that, where you as an independent artist, yeah, maybe you did, but you know you're gonna have more flexibility in that, so exactly, you know if you need to push it back, um you know, it's all right, it's all right, um it's all right, it's, it is it is all right, and the beauty of social media it's easy to it's easy to say. Now, the new date is this. I mean, people don't even right, pay exactly. much. They Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> they just mm-hmm. keep it
0: going. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll wait till next I'll week. I'll wait you know? till
1: next week. Right, exactly. So, don't feel like you have to, you know, I get a lot of artists saying, well, I told myself, though, I said this was going to be, and it's like, okay, but, you know, it's all right. You know, let's look at the situation. You know, right. if it isn't that date, right. what's what's happening, so...
0: So there's some other services I just want to, uh, mm-hmm. bring in Uh distro kid is a fairly new one. And someone actually just hit me to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're actually, uh, cheaper to oh, use, okay. um, but I think they don't, I, I'm not sure. And I, what I'll do is I'll, uh, post a link. There's a good article. Um, uh, this other guy, he has a nice blog about the music industry mm-hmm. and, uh, he uh he did a review on all of them and all, all the main ones. Oh good. Yeah, very, definitely. Yeah, I would love review. to see that
1: cuz actually I just had a, a artist friend who posted on Facebook saying who thinks that what's the best one I should use? Is CD Baby the best or should I be looking, you know, somewhere else? So yeah, I'd love to right, see that. Right, right. I'd love to see that. Yeah,
0: I'll, I'll post a link to that article and uh but yeah, they they do I think their the downside is um they don't service a couple key uh, players, but they mm. do, they don't charge as much. And I think right. you, you know, make more money. So, right. um, yeah, but there's, there's a lot of, a lot of them out there. Uh, I'd go with CD baby cause it's the, they've been there the longest yeah. and, and I, I know that I'm, they're not going nowhere. Yeah, yeah, listen, you're so. not going to go
1: wrong with the CD baby. I mean, you know, they, yeah. they've got a really, really strong reputation and, you know, they're, like I said, they're really expanding in positive ways for, for artists. So yeah. you know, I think TuneCore cool. is um, trying very hard to you know they're 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 a big competitor, um, but they're not as expansive at all as CD Baby. Um,
0: yeah, but just check the article if you all are still trying to up in the air or whatever, and you and you want to see what what more bang for your buck you can get. Yeah. Just see which one you. you I might deal be with.
1: switching up. No, just playing. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's good. That's good to. That's good to know.
0: So the other thing about releasing a recording. Is uh, and we'll, and we'll come back to the distribution point in a second, mm-hmm. but I want to bring this in. What do publicists do?
1: Ooh, mm. ah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> you know, and I don't. I am not a publicist. I work with publicists. I have a publicist. Um I don't want to say this is what they do, and then some publicists call me or say that's exactly. not what we do. Yeah. So this is this is just from my perspective, at least with music and what they can do for um, an independent artist, particularly, Um, you know, the publicist role is really they're the ones trying to get your music exposed or get you Mm -hmm. really honestly beyond your music. They're they're really more so focused on you. They're trying to get people to connect with you. And, um, you know, they're
0: using your, your project as a, as a vehicle,
1: as a vehicle. Yes. Very nice. They're using (laughs) your work, your project as a vehicle to getting you. And, um, so that people, because, you know, yes, people definitely connect to music. They really connect to people. Um, so if we've got this great artist with this great project, you know, that's just, that's really, that's good stuff. So publicists are, um that's their goal is to do that. And so, you know, with with the way that yes, as an independent artist you really can get yourself and music out to the world. You know, you do you have to have a publicist? No. No, you don't. But um there are certain though there are certain things. If you're like, "Well, how do I get on, you know, in in that magazine or how do I get on that music blog or how do I get, you know, interviewed, you know, exactly. for this or how do I get this review?" Um, Yes, there are a lot of independent markets out there where you, you know, they will accept independent entries. But the more popular um, an e-magazine or music blog or or TV show or (laughs) radio, Mm -hmm. the more, you know, the more dominant or, you know, mainstream or whatever they are, you know, they no longer accept those solicitations from artists. And I really want artists to understand that, you know, it's not because it's very quick for artists to feel really defeated. Like, well, God, I sent it to, you know, all these places and nobody responded or nobody, you know, I got nothing. It's crickets. And a lot of times Mm -hmm. it's it's simply because that's not the protocol. That's not how they, you know, review. So what a publicist can do, a publicist has those relationships. They are the people that people talk to. So when a, you know, when a magazine or a music blog or a show, TV show or whatever, you know, they have relationships with publicists in order to get their, their content to feature. Um, and so that is the good thing about, you know, if you're really trying to hit the market in a, in a more powerful, impactful way, um, then a publicist is really helpful in that. because they have those relationships and they're, they're the ones that are speaking for you and they, they, they know the art of how you pitch. <laughs> right. You know, exactly. You, you don't yeah. really know the art of how you might think you do and say, well, I'm this, and <laughs> you may pick out this picture of yourself that you took that, even though it wasn't <laughs> professional, you like, it sure does look good of me. Cause I like my hair that day, you know, that, that may be all good, but that's not the art of pitching. And a publicist knows what that needs to look like. You know?
0: Yeah. They, they, and they, when we say that they have the relationships with these uh these media outlets and the press um they they know what they're looking for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they know how to present it to them exactly. and they know when they're looking for it exactly. so they the the relationship side is a really big deal yeah uh and in getting your stuff um presented and and that's you know that's which I, is, I wouldn't say it's priceless, but it's an important, well, it is, very which important Which is why
1: area. it's just as important for you to interview that publicist. Because right. if that publicist, you know, a lot of people can say I'm a publicist, you know, but if that publicist doesn't have the kind of relationships for the kind of material that you're trying to do... You know, Mm -hmm. a a strong and good publicist is going to let you know, I don't, while I'm good at this, this is what I do. This is, you know, these are the relationships I have within this. You know, I think your project is great and you, but I don't really have, you need to be in, you know, in this space. Um, Or maybe I have a little bit of that and I can kind of, you know... Um, finagle a little bit and you know most publicists they can they can work their way through stuff but it's just going to be really important for you know you as an artist if you've got because they're not cheap no they are not they are not cheap (laughs) they they are not cheap
0: they um i think the average is somewhere between um 2,500 to 3,000 or 3,500 a project
1: a month. A, a month. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> let's <laughs> let's get this right. Not, let's not say a project, a project for a year. A <laughs> no, no. Let's say that right. A month. Um, you know, yep. your your mainstream publicists. Absolutely, they they're 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 starting you at that level. Um, you you have some publicists who they can be a little bit more flexible with what they charge because they have some clients that are very high paying clients um or some labels or whatever so then you know if they are freelance publicists, you know or they have their own firm um that gives them some breathing room to maybe take a smaller more independent artist who doesn't have that kind of budget um but yeah no mm-hmm. they because their fee is significant and can easily eat away
0: <laughs> yeah, your whole budget Yeah, quickly
1: <laughs> um You got it that that's a you know, it's a serious it's a it's a it's a serious move to to Mm -hmm. decide to have a publicist. And I don't in my opinion, I think that if you're just for the first time ever releasing an EP or, you know, thing I, you know, I I wouldn't say go run and find a publicist. Um, You need some time and and. you know, if you have this crazy investment, though, and budget and funded and, you know. But yeah,
0: if you ha- if you have the, the budget yeah. and you, you want to yeah. go out hard yeah. and go out swinging, yeah. um, they could get you on, you know, the Ellen show. And, and yeah. you can... no, really, they can. They have
1: that. I know for me, you know, I had released two EPs before I decided to get a publicist. Right. Um, and honestly, it was one of my mentors who kind of pushed me to start thinking about publicists. Um, And the reason why the person was pushing me was more because they said, you know, you you're getting you've got some good, really good material here that I feel like, you know, more, more, more media outlets need to know about this. And there's only but so much you can do, you know, here. So that's that's kind of what pushed me to decide to start thinking And the very first publicist I had. You know, I was very we went very small um i will mention him because i think he's wonderful and he was really a great um, match for me his name is bill carpenter and what was great about bill was that he recognized this was my first time ever doing anything like this and so i was really (laughs) like what are we doing you know and so and he was really good about us before we even decided to work with each other we we talked for like hours and most publicists, that's what they'll do. They need to get to know who you are um, right. so that they're not just taking a picture and then taking a project. And then, you know, if they, the more they connect with you, the more they can be your advocate and, and pitch.
0: Yeah. They got, to, they have to know how to sell you yep. basically. Mm-hmm. I would say, think of uh and this analogy just popped in my head um, about a real estate agent mm. trying to sell a house, mm-hmm. uh, they know how to sell a house or should know how to sell a house, mm-hmm. uh, where, where to list it. And yes, they're going to get their commission, <laughs> but uh, the versus you just posting, I have a house for sale. Yeah, um, yeah. A real estate agent will market and push for your house to sell. Yeah.
1: Right.
0: So if that helps. Yeah, <laughs> then, no, uh, it's, it's, that's a really it.
1: good an- analogy. And You know, um, and I think the more you do advance in your, you know, music um, career, you know, a publicist does become, to me, even more important than a manager. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to be honest, Um, because, you know, if you're not getting any visibility, um, you know, and I I am transparent about my process. You know, I I, those of you who have followed me or kind of seen, you know, a lot of people like, oh, I've just seen your growth. Or you know all of this, you know, I really attribute my publicists to all the publicists. 'cause I've had different right. publicists um and all of them had very unique and wonderful um attributes that yeah that yeah. really pushed me in my thinking that then and then also you know. I'll give an example Um, for my own skin album, which was, you know, my that was my major album, whatever, in which I really invested in that heavily. So I did create a a publicist budget. Um, You know, I mean, she my the publicist, um, her name's Gwendolyn Quinn. Like she really like she she worked magic on so many things and she really pushed me to you know in my photos my images she's like you know we got to do another shoot these these pictures are fine they're good but let's do another let's get this let's <clears throat> and i was very uncomfortable right. a lot <laughs> um <laughs> but i'm i'm really thankful that she did that because she opened some doors you know from essence to you know bt to right. you know some really major platforms that um i otherwise you know, would not have probably had, and not just because, but because she, she kind of, she, she pushed me also to, to understand that you too can be in this, but you gotta.
0: Right. Right. So, yeah. So if you don't have a budget for a publicist, mm, yeah, the best thing that you can do mm-hmm. is locally mm-hmm. go to all your local, um, media outlets, your newspapers, yep. your, uh, whatever bloggers, you know, um, and, and try to get the people who review music mm-hmm. and the newspaper especially to uh to come out to your shows give them free tickets, give mm-hmm. them free product. Mm-hmm. Uh build a relationship. Yeah. Um yeah. that's how I got my first reviews. Yeah. Uh, I, I build a relationship with the uh the Washington Post critic mm. for, for jazz. Nice. Nice and um and that's and then I got other reviews from playing in festivals right um and here, here's the other tip when you're on those festivals the press corps is there yes right no get to know them talk to them mm-hmm. make some friends yep. they'll put you in the article about the festival. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: no, he's you're right. That's, you know, and 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 obviously that's not something that you just, you know, I mean, you had to really work, you know, to <laughs> yeah. to make you those do. relationships. You do. You got to exactly. build those relationships, exactly. Yeah. And they do, you yeah. know, uh, some you you will see that there's um there's a lot of different internet um you know outlets that will kind of you know you pay a fee and then you can you know submit your stuff to get reviewed or you know maybe it's not even pay a fee on certain things but you'll see sometimes submissions to um, get your you know to get some type right, of
0: right right yeah you have there have those too yeah, yeah. And, yeah but, and i don't think I, there's I think anything those, wrong
1: with those if you, the pay for ones get a little tricky but i mean if there's yeah. you know if there's some if there's a free opportunity for somebody to kind of re, you know And review can be kind of weird, too, (laughs) because, you know, you you got to be careful on what outlet, you know, the review is kind of coming from but i love what you said and i i do think that um you know i call that more your grassroots and really just you know you got to get to Now, when know I,
0: when we when we talk about making relationships i mm-hmm. want to be clear i okay. want folks to understand what relationships are <laughs> it's not that i'm making this relationship to get this from you right
1: right <laughs> it's, it's a right.
0: genuine relationship right. because those are actually my friends <laughs> that right. we we keep in touch we follow up with each other we have great conversations
1: but what do you do um, when you know, they're not your friends? I mean, like how do you
0: I mean well you build you build those relationships, but what, what I I want to sort of I want people to come at this with a different uh different tact. I want them not to just say, I'm all about business. <laughs> um I mm-hmm. I want I want you to understand that that these are people. That right. you know, all these everybody that you deal with in the industry is a person. And uh, I want you to, to approach them as a person, not as someone who can give you
1: something. That's going to be our next making money in the uh, music <laughs> business um, networking. Because woo gee people, there's a <laughs> lot of, and I, I see it more, I see it most amongst independent artists, like really not right, right. having a clue on on how to build relationships and how to properly network. Yeah. Um, we've gotten incredibly complacent and lazy and honestly, even immature and juvenile in the way that we yes. approach networking yes. because of the way social media, you know, direct box yes. people on Facebook and message and come listen to my stuff. Are you serious? You know, no, <laughs> that's not yeah. that's not how you do yeah. this. That's not how you do it.
0: Yeah. I, and I, I just wanted to make that distinction and, and yeah. make it clear because, you know, and, and I, cause I was listening to myself and I was saying, <laughs> yes, people could could probably misconstrue this. And I, I want them to understand that, yeah, these are, these are really good folks. I mean, I, you know, we have even photographers, you know, I have oh, yeah. good relationships with photographers, uh, just besides them being a photographer, they're like my friends. Right. So I, I know. Well, them. No, you're,
1: you're, you're right. I mean, the relationship has to be kind of this whole, I don't want to say holistic, but like this whole type of relationship, um, and you, I think, you know, again, remaining open and understanding that not every relationship will necessarily get you that immediate, you know, I mean, yeah, so you're right. You don't want to be like, well, I'm trying to get this. so Let me go become, no, you know what you need to, you need to learn artist etiquette. You need to mm-hmm. be involved. You need to be wise. You need to be, um, the needs to be camaraderie. Um, and so, you know, that's honestly, you know, people, the, the the prizes at the end or these things that, pe- you know, that e- eventually get you into, you know, I don't know, a feature or whatever are usually not because well I, you know, with the intent of this, it's because we have this relationship and the person realized there was this opportunity and then they were like, oh, and then there was like, oh, and you know, it's very organic, yeah, exactly. you know, exactly. yeah, that way. um, Yeah. And yeah, you have to we, give we that time. A- you got to give that time. Yeah. Too. yeah. Right,
0: right, right. And and you know everybody knows that we're trying to everybody's trying to build their business and grow this right, and that right. and uh, and and that's cool. You and you'll have those relationships on on many levels, uh, especially in the beginning. You'll get to know folks just just because everybody's trying to do their business. But right. um, eventually, spe- uh, especially especially at, at festival events, mm-hmm. when you start talking to the press corps and, and uh, photography folks and everybody else. Um, you all are just hanging out. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're at the, we're at the restaurants, the bars, just hanging out and everybody's talking and chilling. Right. And that's, that's really how you build those, those relationships.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I agree. And and some people are more comfortable with that than others. And, you know, I know that I, I deal a lot with that in coaching artists is, you know, getting comfortable in that, in um, mm-hmm. that kind of just hang space and just, you know, um, and and kind of waiting for these organic things, but yeah, no, that's those are all all important and 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 will definitely impact your release. <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah, exactly. It know, will right? definitely, Let's go back to the release. It will. It will. <laughs> no, it,
1: yeah. No. Bringing it back, but yeah, no. It it it, it will. And the the beauty of relationships is once they're once they're established and as long as they're nurtured to a certain degree and in positive right. ways. They're there, you know, they're there. And so when you've got that next release or when you've got that next exactly. event or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, they're there. So, um, yeah.
0: So the, the other thing, the last thing I think we need to address or talk about is how to get radio station airplay and then music choice in Pandora. <laughs> you say that for less. That's a whole yeah. other
1: podcast. But yeah, um. Well, man,
0: yeah, well, well may, maybe we'll we'll reserve that for another podcast. I mean, uh, I we yeah, can we I'll f-
1: touch it briefly, but that is like yeah, a podcast t- yeah. in itself. that is.
0: That is. Again, this that becomes
1: is. another Now, music choice, um Pandora, those are those are specific well, at least, well, okay. Uh, yeah, there's specific <laughs> strategies for that. It is not a situation, again, where you just call them up. Can I get on? You know, that's not how that goes. Right. Um, radio is very broad now. So we've got, you know, we've got terrestrial FM, AM. We've got satellite. We've got online internet. We've got podcasts. I mean, we've got a lot of ways that's quote-unquote radio. So that, therefore, there means there's a lot of ways then to kind of approach it and, and get your music, you know, played. Um, I think that you absolutely, positively need to hit something in radio, whether, again, it yeah. be Internet, podcast, um, you know, what satellite, whatever it is, you need to get on something because, um, again, making money in the music business, um, if mm-hmm. nobody hears your stuff, they don't really have a way of of knowing to hear your stuff. And so um, radio is still the primary way that people access music. Um, believe yep. it or not. You know, it's still the primary way.
0: So Well, so I think varies. the primary way now it might be YouTube. Um I think I saw a stat. Uh, well, that you know might what? be online. I think it
1: depends. I think that might de- be online. Yeah, I was gonna say I think it also depends your your genre, your demographics, you know, your yeah. target audience. Um I know for the kind of music that I do because I'm radio I'm, I have the more mature yep listener um you know they're still accessing music they're not accessing it on youtube as much you know they are definitely but it's um but if you are doing your more pop you know yeah it kind of depends but the the point being you know because there's so much and this is why we'll do a whole podcast on it you have to take different approaches um in which you in which you try to get you know airplay but the thing to take home, at least from this podcast, is you need it. <laughs> yeah. You need it. So yeah. um, you need it for a variety of reasons that we can get into on another podcast. But um, there's, there seems to be kind of this, ooh, you know, anti-radio. Um, right. And I get it because, you know, your mainstream terrestrial radio has changed so much. But, um, you know, you can't sleep Become on radio. monopolized. Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: become monopolized.
1: Yeah. yeah, it it has. And that is, you know, it's it's that monopoly is facing its own challenges and it's recognizing that their competitors now are just revving it up, revving it up. So they too are realizing we got to we got to shift some gears, but um it's not going to be a, a fast shift. So, um mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, so you so let's take home by, you know, you need it and there's a strategy and we'll do another podcast to talk about kind of those strategies you can utilize the 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 other big thing is you know there are ways to get your stuff played without you dishing out money for radio so let's that's right, that's, exactly. that's that's the one thing i want to make sure people are clear there you know yes you radio can actually become from from for labels that's probably their most expensive <laughs> you know space mm-hmm. um honestly but for an independent artist that is a very beautiful thing and that there are ways um you know, to get your music on different and different forms of uh, radio or internet or whatever. And, um, you're not losing all your money. So, right. And,
0: and also with these dis- distribution companies, you, you get uh Spotify right. and you right. know all these other services. So, right. uh, your music will be out there. And, um, even Spotify has their own suggestions at the bottom. Spotify's doing your, some your... nice
1: stuff. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. doing, they're doing some good stuff to try to get, um, I mean they're really kind of catering they they're, they are let, let me say this about on a, on a business tip what Spotify has done is now employed a lot of label executives mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of executives mm-hmm. at these major love lab, labels, labels have left and have joined um Spotify, Spotify these these team. kind of spaces yep. and what they're doing is they're really trying to Well, you know, financially streaming, obviously, money is always a driver. But they're also, because they're getting a kind of a different lens into how artists, um, to the pulse of what artists are out there and how people want to be able to hear music, they are getting, they're trying to be a little bit more artist friendly um, and and give those kind of, you know, options. So you're right. Now, Pandora is a little bit different. You can't just get on Pandora. um, Right. They, I don't even know what the formula. I was, I you get a little notices. Guess what? You know, you're such as on Pandora. You're like, wow, I, I made it. You You
0: have, you have to go, you have to go to the Emerald City, right? You do, and petition to see the
1: wizard. You do. That's serious. Knock
0: on the door. Yeah. And may, maybe but somebody. But they too will come are out. having <laughs> to loosen that up
1: because Spotify, please—they're giving them a run for their money. So it, yes, you know, they are. Yes, they you are. You know, it's 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 shifting. But yeah, and music choice is completely different. I'll talk about that later. That none of those things work with that. And I'll I'll talk about well, at least my now I don't know my my, my relationship with music choice was a little bit different. <laughs> but um, but I am on music choice. I will say that I yep. I am on that.
0: Yeah, so so we'll, we'll we'll table that one. Yeah. So uh, it's and there's there's a lot of strategies here to release a recording, and that's the reason one of the reasons why we say take eight months at least Ta-da. to uh, to release and something because there's so many things to do. There's
1: so many things to do, and I, I will say this: I wouldn't even think about. Don't even. I was taught this by my producer, um, Kendall Duffy. He taught me this, and I really resisted it when he first said it, and he was. correct. I was proven completely wrong, but um, don't even think about that while, to me... I mean, and, and I, 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 when I say don't even think about don't even think about that exact release date while you're recording. Don't do that. Don't right. just just focus on you know. Yes, you can market that you're like you were saying that you're doing this project, but don't get on that first day in the studio. Yeah, my new CD comes out August first. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that because you don't know. Yeah, that.
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. With with, with this project of on now, um, we. We fe- we wrapped up recording, and I was. It was during the mixing and mastering process mm-hmm. that we said, "Okay, I think the release date exactly, will be this exactly, exactly for the fir- for the single, right, right for the single." <laughs> so, That's what I
1: was gonna say for the single, not even for. <laughs> and I mean, and, and it was even more tedious on my end. I you know I finished my whole album in May around this time of of twenty fourteen, um, and I released my first single in July. Okay, So we waited almost two months, um, but we had to, was what you just talked about, the radio piece, I wanted it to get on radio. So there was a whole process and, and right, planning right. for that. Um, but just to give perspective, the album was done in May, but I didn't release my album. I, I, a label picked up my album um, in London, and so the first release of My Own Skin was done in March of 2015. Okay. So we're talking about a nine, ten-month um, period. But I didn't release it on my own. I wait because I, I was I was hoping that I would get a label to pick it up. Um, and so that was another part of my strategy, which, again, right, right. we need a part two. You know, what are you what's your goal? Are you trying to get a label to pick this up? Are you um, I didn't want them to pick it up as me become a roster artist. I was trying right. to get someone to distribute it on a on a more grand level um, who had, you know, who had a lot of pull and who had a. a you know, people when you when you're tied to a label, it's like, oh, well, you're part of this. So they just have more power in, in getting your stuff um, heard and recognized. And so um, but it took a t- it took a long while. And then I released it on my own statewide because the label in, in Europe only did the European territory. Yeah, they had, their, exactly. yeah. They had their, their network. there, Right. And so I did it on my own, not till August of 2015. So that was remember, I finished May of 2014. So we really um did a lot to get it to get it ready. Um, but I was very clear that I didn't want this to I I didn't want another project that only my mom and cousin would listen to. You know, I really needed right. <laughs> I needed to have <laughs> I felt very ready to have a greater audience. Um so.
0: And labels work differently uh depending on the country that yeah. you're dealing with. Yeah. Uh, I think labels in Japan um I think like multiple labels can have one project. Yep. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, it's, and you have to just figure out what's your strategy. And those of you all haven't thought about um, overseas distribution or anything like that, I would say, start researching it, dig into it and and look into it because uh, depending on your style of music, that actually might be your market.
1: I was going to say it's, it makes it, it, for me changed my career. It, it, it completely, completely shifted. Um, completely. So, you know, I knew, too, though, that my music would really connect with that audience, um, you know, with that, because that was a that was something that I had really been into myself. And I could tell what music right, right. was connecting and what was playing. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it has done I mean, and, and so, you you know, remember this, if you can release your project <laughs> properly, not only is it going to give you, yes, maybe, you know, more return in terms of, you know, selling and sales and streaming, but when we talked about that relationship piece too just understand as you're releasing and you've got more DJs and more press and more people getting that you're you're building those relationships that Will was just talking about and so what it's doing it's also setting up your reputation and your brand yep. um and and so if you know please remember this because if you're setting that reputation and brand really strong as you're doing that, then then that's beautiful because now as you release more things, people are quicker to kind of hear and respond and be a part of that. Whereas if you were really hard to get in touch with, um, you know, the follow up was poor, you know, every time you were asked to submit, you were late or maybe it was wrong. I mean, all, all those things mm-hmm. people remember. So now when I come back again and I say, oh, you know, yeah, that song was good, but gosh, you know. When I worked with her, you know, it was we had to go through this, we had to go through that and you yeah. know. And so they'll send you your best wishes like good job, but nah, you know, I'm not I'm not trying yeah, to get they're involved not trying to work that. with you. Right. Yeah,
0: exactly. Right. Yeah. So and that, that's the other piece is sending your music out to DJ pools.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely.
0: Getting a yeah, getting a one sheet uh yep. and it there's in fact I have a, um a whole uh cheat sheet, a <laughs> checklist mm-hmm. for how to release a record. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's something actually I was giving away uh, on my website mm-hmm. and I think I'll post it back up Please uh, on my website.
1: Please do. Yep. Yeah. It's it's necessary. a long
0: list. It's it's a checklist for you to follow. it totally is. It's a checklist for you to follow to make sure that you were uh, dotting your I's and crossing your Ts as you released your record. So I
1: love
0: it. Um, yeah. I'll make that, that available on the on the website just uh just um, go go to the website makingmoneyinmusicbiz dot com, yeah. and uh, it'll a link for it will be there. Um, but Excellent. yeah, that's that's one of the things that you need to do is uh, and there's a couple other things, um, and we can cover those in another uh, podcast. In fact, if you have questions, mm-hmm. if you have something that you would like for us to talk about or cover on the podcast, uh, you can send us an email, and yes. uh, the link will be will be there for the um, the email as well.
1: Right. Yeah. And I, as as far as the email, I don't know if we're saying it, but, um, you can email, I know it, 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 you're giving some really wonderful nuggets. So yeah, go to his making money in the music com. <laughs> you can also email, um, info at creating com, And you know, that, that will, I will be able to get that to Will as well. And so we'll be able to answer it that way. Um, you just gave some yeah, great my- stuff. Yeah. My, sorry, my direct
0: emails drwsmith at makingmoneyinamusicbiz dot com. So if you want to send a send a message or a question or whatever, but uh, for podcast questions uh, and anything related to the podcast, you can definitely email um, uh, yeah. the info info at
1: creatingcrimson.com. Creating yep. And we I I we want to collect. We really want to hear from you. So collect. Uh, I mean, submit your your questions because we'll make it. Or even if you have um, topic suggestions. Things that you wanna hear about um or wanna kind of yeah definitely go submit. deeper into yeah, go deeper, <laughs> go deeper uh into a topic, then definitely email that to us, we're open um to to talk about it. If it's something that we think we can talk about, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I don't know anything about that. Never it... mind,
0: No, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, we will, we'll get the information and we'll, we'll, we'll get it to you. But we, we're really uh, talking about some, some life experiences in this podcast and just helping you all to, uh, to get, to turn your, your music business into something that, that makes money for you. Right. And, and helps you to, to ramp it up to another level. Cause a lot of people are having problems getting to that yeah. other level of getting it, the income coming in. they see the money going out they want to see the money coming in so yeah. uh it's there's definite strategies for that, and that's what we're trying to give here so
1: absolutely
0: well, perfect that was a yeah, great one and that was uh,
1: good good and um again, you know visit creatingcrimson.com. dot com we have our events and different things coming up um i I just wanna keep people. Everything that we do really well is what it's about trying to help other people kind of grow what they're doing, their business. So that's really what creating crimson is about. And our events are all about that. And, um, my, I would say the biggest event that is a series is art voices com. Go to art voices matter is a celebrity masterclass series that's being held in Chicago. Um, and, It really is not only you're going to hear um, this information, but you're hearing it from people from really noteworthy artists who are you'll find a lot of similarities, actually, believe it or not. They'll tell stories that you're going to be able to relate to very easily, um, but because they've been able to achieve a certain level um, of artistry. Um, can hopefully give you some some other strategies. So those artists, there's a variety of artists that are coming from your MC Light to um, Take Sixes, Claude McKnight, a lot of people. So just go to ArtVoicesMatter.com. I'm making sure I'm plugging that because um, it's another it's another way to receive information um, and to learn and to grow and to build. Yep. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Well. This is uh, another one of our great podcasts.
1: All right. (laughs) Yes. Winning. Winning. So until next time, I, I can't wait for the next topic. Will likes to surprise me. So that's good stuff. Yep.
0: Great. We'll see you all next week.
1: All right. Bye.